1159 at Radio Free America, and this is Uncle Sam with Music and the Truth Until Dawn. Right now, I've got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. Welcome, everybody, to our Daily Gun Show. Come be live every weeknight at midnight Eastern, and we talk about guns for about an hour or so. Actually, we'd like to talk about them all night long, so that would be our goal. Uh, if you'd like to be part of that, then uh, I'm trying to get my microphone to go back up on the ceiling. Then uh, consider checking out our Patreon. It's for a bunch of people. Buy us a cup of coffee each month, and that accumulates. And at the beginning of the month, uh, that all comes in, and it helps us pay a bunch of bills, and then it helps us keep going with what we're doing. So we really do thank all the people that help us with that. You can see at the bottom of the screen right down here, it says, thanks for our Patreon, so let us spend time on projects like this. Thank you. There's a link there. You can head over. What I'm going to recommend is taking 20 bucks, head over to Patreon, and uh, give us five bucks a month, and then check out some of the other projects that are over there. Find things that you value, and throw five bucks here, three bucks here, ten bucks here. However, you decide to distribute your resources, and after a few months, you'll have spent a hundred dollars. You'll have invested a hundred dollars in what's next, in what you value, and let us know if that's a good deal or not. I've asked people to do that, and uh, uh, let us know what you think after you've invested in some things out there that you find interesting. I've enjoyed it, so I uh, put my money where my mouth is and uh, invest in projects out there that I find valuable. And I, uh, have, you know, I, I enjoy seeing uh, what people are able to do. So with that, we're going. That's the way we'd like to make the show all night long. Keep the show going for multiple hours. Essentially, let me do some time researching things and doing stuff during the day. And then presenting uh, Second Amendment stuff during the first part of the show, guns during the meat of the show, and uh, and then end the show with a, a beginning of the day type of thing. Let me just take this gun away from this puppy, put it over here so that that's less less, less worrisome for the YouTube issues. All right, so nobody's joining us tonight live, but we do go live. And if you're interested in joining the show live, it's pretty easy to find us. It's every weeknight at midnight Eastern. And uh, we do it live because we value the interactive nature of the Internet. And some nights people jump in and say stuff, and then we participate in that uh, conversation there. Tonight we got no such luck, so we'll just uh, take the co-host here. I'll let him sleep. I'll bring in our other co-host, Sharon. Screen Sharon. And we'll go over to here. We'll move this over like this. We'll bring the puppy down to the bottom for puppy cam. Looks like Snob showed up. Good evening. Worthwhile Fun is out there as well. Good evening. All right. So uh, actually, is this uh, from GC Project? Where did that picture come from? 
I saw that picture the other day and I don't remember if it was on the DC projects page or if you posted that one. Um, let's see if we go to the main one here. Scroll down a little bit, see what we find. Right, well, not finding them, so we'll just search. I guess it was on your channel. Doesn't they uh, link to you? thought where did I see your one is it one of the circles so it's gone now but you had this one where you're standing on the steps there and it's looking up where's that picture at I was going to see if I could use that picture for something um, or maybe this one but that other one was better I think where you're the one that's in your icon on this one here um, oh it's at the end of your testimony video okay um, yeah, I'm not gonna be able to get it from here then. It's on your it's on your Instagram or I mean on your YouTube. So let's see. Oh if I get to there. So if I jump from here to here and then jump over uh, here, I can leave that open, I guess. So let's see. I'll click on this and then when this shows up. You might not be able to tell, but the co-host is snoring. So if you hear snoring, it's from the co-host over here. Oh, you're not a moderator over here yet? Right, no, you're a moderator over here. Um, All right, go to channel. So he needs to prevent her from harming herself before she's tempted by federal. Oh, I was thinking about this one too. Do you mind if I use this picture? Yeah, this is where I seen it. And then this picture here, do you mind if I use those for something? Since you're out there. And then we'll jump over to Allen Anchor. So Allen Anchor is a store that is, uh, I'm not saying they're going out of business. I'm not saying they got kicked out of California. Those are rumors. Those are rumors. So here's the deal. They are moving, however. And... We're going to take a look at what they got going on over there. So they got, so they're a, a graphic design place. Been around for a few years. We've had them on. Uh, I've had Angelina on before, and they've been on together on other um, chats and shows. And they've got a link tonight, so maybe they'll jump in tonight. Maybe they won't. We'll find out. But uh, the graphic design people out of California soon to not be out of California because they're moving. And they've got a uh, big dead space on their website right here. And another one. And then this one, they can turn your vision into custom patches because they make custom patches. They can make uh, stickers as well as decals. 
So we'll take a look at that and some of the other stuff and some of the print work that they can do too. Right on. Well, y'all seen? She said they can use it. So right on. Thank you. All right. So um, let's take a look at. Well, I guess we'll go to the flags first since those were on sale last time I looked. So I went ahead and bought a couple of these and. I can't remember which one's all I bought. So I bought a couple of them and uh, they're all on sale for 10 bucks each. And they have 35 uh, free shipping on orders over $35. So uh, if you're interested in grabbing something, there's a link in the description, but I'll drop another link here. Uh, I don't have any fancy coupon codes or anything because these are friends of mine. And although they do often throw extra stuff in the bag for me, um, I'm okay with just paying them full price because I want to see them succeed, right? So, uh, oh, you're there. so thanks for joining us. Just talking about the flags here. What's up? You're not going to have flags anymore? Um, I don't know. Maybe not. I'm consider. I'm considering it going away. I don't remember which ones I bought, but uh, so essentially, these are some of the ones that you've had, and as they sell out, that's it. Uh, then I was going to go to stencils. So this is mostly for painting and uh, masking type of stencils. Yeah, a lot of uh, like Cerakote because we use the um, the high heat stuff. <clears throat> so you can, so you can it. stick it on and then yeah, put it through the heat cycles yeah. and then it stays on, doesn't shrink or whatever. So if you got any questions for Alan Anchor, got him here. Thanks for joining us. And turns out barbecue's got some kind of fancy code. Um, I'm just gonna encourage people to buy stuff. And what's the deal? If they buy stuff this weekend, it still ships? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we're trying to uh, keep shipping until one day before we move. Oh, okay. So it's not like this is the last day or nothing, but the sooner you purchase, I'm sure the easier it is on you because then it's just less stuff you have to think about moving. And yeah, I think we're going to end this sale like this, what, probably next Wednesday? Yeah, because like, I mean, my hope is to, of course, you know, ship all that. But yeah, at some point we got to put the stuff in boxes and seal it. Yeah, probably Wednesday. Before we leave, the sale will end before we leave. Probably not soon before. So you like mm -hmm. Oh, that's a mute. So if I click that button, you can't hear nothing. So uh, is that because you're shutting the store down or are you going to leave it open while you move? We'll leave it open, but we have, uh, you know, for probably about, I don't know, two days or so, we won't be shipping anything. And then as soon as we uh, we are, you know, set up and everything, we'll be resuming shipping. We're hoping to only be down for a few days, a couple days, a few days. And it all goes according to plan. You can still accept an order and it just take a minute before you can send it kind of thing. Take a day or yeah, two. Yeah, we're going to throw a banner up on the website saying, uh, you know, shipping will take. A few days extra now. 
Yeah, I had that up on the thing during SHOT Show. I don't know. I think I took it down. Uh, I just sent a barbecue link over on the Instagrams. Come on, puppy. Um, going back over to the store then, I figured I would look at stickers first and then dig into the patches, the patchery. Want to tell people who may not know what the what's the elevator speech about stickers and decals with Alan Aker? Um, yeah, the elevator speech is that we, for eight plus years, have been making uh, stickers, decals, patches, all kinds of print items for um, a lot of <clears throat> a lot of other businesses and individuals within the. Um, what you know those in the industry call the shooting hunting and outdoor industry and then some and then some um we do a lot of law enforcement stuff movie stuff what else do we do a lot of stuff chances are if uh chances are you've seen one of our stickers without even knowing it mm -hmm. um but yeah, so we can make things for pretty much anyone. We make it, you know, in-house. So it's not going to uh, a factory with like 80 employees or whatever. It's just uh, me, Eric, and the, the dog sometimes. They're the managers, but they're hardly there. And uh, they have short hair. So it's not like when we made our stickers and decal. Well, when we made our decals with our decal machine, I kept getting cat hair in them or dog hair in them. Mm -hmm. yeah we've been i've been doing it a long time the decal thing so there's hardly any dog hair in them yeah they and that's the thing they get all hand checked because it's just two of us there's no it's it, it's hand checked so like you know you're gonna get a good sticker yeah there's nobody like oh i didn't know and then it went out wrinkled or something yeah we you know we have a standard of quality that we uphold um and that's why I mean, I, I have clients that I've had all eight years that they've been buying from me, you know, when I started and they still buy, you know, today. So <clears throat> we can't be that bad. So then I was also going to say what I've noticed is um, I don't know how many people out there. If I guess if you've either listened to our stuff or paid it or, or typed in anything or maybe purchased something or participated in any of our stuff that's talking about patches, you might have ended up on some kind of a spam list about patches. But I know as somebody who deals with patches a lot, I get a ton of spam from just random companies around the world saying, hey, we sell patches for X amount of cents or dollars or whatever. And then they'll show you a bunch of their samples. And that's where you start seeing all kinds of brand names and things. And that's where you don't have to worry about that when it's a smaller place. If somebody sends you a design, the design isn't showing up on spam emails all over the place, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, we, stuff, you know, stuff that we make, well, let me say this, I guess. There's a lot of stuff that we make that we can't really put on the internet. So you don't see half the stuff that we make. And you mean by that, like, departments and small uh, teams and stuff that just don't want their stuff out there as known or whatever, just you know, put out there. Yeah, there's like there's a departments, companies. Input. Like, I'm trying to think of a way to 
So in particular, this like federal law bureau, we'll say, I guess, they have all these little special teams and stuff inside. So I end up both making these like super cool logos that nobody can ever see and then make making super cool patches out of them that nobody ever sees because I can't put them on the Internet. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, you get the idea, though, of I'm sure from some of just the designs that you've got out there, uh, the kind of stuff that you all can do. And then, of course, you can do custom. So if somebody's got an idea then for stickers, anything goes right. But minimum one, I guess, probably and as many as somebody might need. Um, yeah, well, we do patches are minimum one too. PVC patches are minimum as one, but stickers, uh, yeah, stickers are minimum one too. I mean, one or 1,000. Uh, we've worked with like little tiny companies that, you know, I have, I'm thinking of a company that I want to start and uh, I want to make a patch to, we made patches for Rolls Royce a couple months ago. So, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff. Is that for like um, racing team or like uh, mechanics, like for all their like, or is that like, how's that? It was for the, um, the plane, the, the aviation division. Oh, that's cool. Okay. So is there a most popular sticker? Um, is probably that, that USSC one, that devil dog. Really? That, wouldn't you say? Oh, the best-selling sticker? Easily, yeah. That one's very popular. Are there stickers that you, like, have to print all the time because you keep running out of them? That one, the stay in your lane. Stay in your lane goes pretty good. Um... What else do we print all the time? Those loaded carry permit permitted ones, legal carry, AK all day. Is that still that was used to be a really good seller? Let's go Brandon decals, of course. Everybody these loves. Are the, these are the kind that you can uh, put on top on a car or whatever, and they're not going to fade. So these people might be putting them on their vehicle or on their gun case or whatever. Oh, yeah, these are, um, so they're not just like some, you know, flimsy sticker that you get at the dentist's office. They are printed on like a thick vinyl and laminated. So they hold up pretty well to all kinds of stuff. Put them on their range cases, cars, ammo cans, all sorts of stuff. All right, now let's get into the patches. So... You've got new ones that just popped today. Is that the yeah? One? And these are Ranger Eyes of a Pocket Friend. Click on the picture. Like, so as somebody that knows about making patches, I want to point out some things to you that you're going to be like mind blown by. I don't know if you can see it, but you can see on the plus side pad thing, it has a little arrow indents. And that is only an inch and a quarter tall, the whole yeah, pack. And these are little speaker holes. Like these are yeah. holes in there. Yeah, that's crazy. So you can tell because I can't zoom in anymore. I can open the picture in a new window there. There's a little trick. And then I can zoom in way more. 
So if I uh, keep coming in here, unlike other shows that are scared to enhance or just refuse to enhance or just won't enhance, we enhance. So uh, you can tell by the stitches here, like that's a stitch. And that's what, one, two, three, three or four little holes per stitch. And yeah, you can definitely tell the little indentions. It's pretty crazy. So here's the question. Why would you go to all the trouble of all of that? crazy are these for ants yeah these are these are patches for um very small dogs nice so we specialize in uh small dog patches <clears throat> actually the so the small stuff is like what everyone wants right now wouldn't you yeah say? it's really the coolest stuff and yeah, these being in detail are like another level plus they glow so screen glows and the background glows yeah there should be there Either there or on Instagram, there should be a picture of them. Yeah, oh, there it, there it is. That's cool. And then you kind of get an idea of what the different case colors are going to do with the glowiness. Did you see the purple one? The clear purple? This one here? Yeah. Oh, so you're saying that that is like a gel purple and not just purple color. Yeah, we've been like experimenting a little bit with like some translucent colors and that was a perfect like opportunity to try it out. Is it legal to use a translucent color in a patch? Oh, at no point. No. It's illegal. You have to keep it on the down low, but. Is this ethical? What about other patch companies that don't have the ability or the willingness to do anything like that? How are they going to keep it? How is that fair? They're leaving stuff on the table. That's what, see, we, we do a lot of innovation, like all the swirly colors and black glow and gel looking patches and crap like that. So what was the deal with this one? Little tiny knives? Yeah, it's just like a little, a little tiny uh, chef knife. Is that from some game or something? Like, I don't know the deal. Is there like something going on with this one? No, it's just a knife. Like I thought... Uh, Cause you know, if you, I don't, I don't know how much you look at the, uh, ranger eye thing or whatever, but people have all kinds of weird stuff. Really? And, uh, I got, I don't know, but you, you know, for marketing reasons, you're scrolling through Instagram, TikTok, you're liking stuff, you're commenting, all that. And I noticed that there were a lot of people with like those little tiny pouches and they were also yeah. chefs. So I was like, huh, you know what they might like? A chef's knife. So oh, I, see I, what you're okay. yeah. I modeled it after a Wusthof classic icon chef's knife, which is the chef knife that I like. So it's like an expensive bougie knife. And uh, detail, even though it's little, so that people can tell that when they're knife people. Oh yeah, like if you know anything about like German cooking knives, I guess. I mean, you would totally know what that is. Okay, well, I'm opening up a bunch of ones here, and we'll chat about those, I guess. And then the main question, or did we already ask this, but the main question that was coming up, the only question, I guess, direct question that's coming up is what state are you going to? Has that been disclosed? Are you talking about that? Um, we haven't officially announced it on Instagram yet, but for um you know breaking story i guess is we're going to move to arizona what 
All right, so everybody knows it now. And now uh, if you have any other questions or whatever, feel free. This is an interactive thing. I'm, uh, uh, well, first I wanted to uh, have them on just to talk about the uh, sale and the closeouts because it's, uh, you know, help them get to the moving. It's obviously gonna cost something. And uh, well, we all know that that costs something. So what is the deal? What's the, what's the sales and whatnot? Uh, we marked down pretty much everything, like especially in the patches, I think. Yeah, a lot of patches got marked down. Uh, so we took like two bucks, three bucks, stuff like that, off of pretty much everything. And that's like the deepest discount we've ever done. So, uh, yeah, we're hoping to move a bunch of patches, which we have. People have been taking advantage of that. Is it still the free shipping and you get to $35. Yep. Yes. Absolutely. So three, four patches, two, three, four things, depending on what you buy, you can get it for free shipping. So now everybody's happy and you don't have to spend anything extra on shipping. Um, what is y'all's free patch or favorite patches? Yeah. See, well, I'm on the same thing. I guess maybe I already read this one. You're putting it up. So what's y'all's favorite patches or do you have any? Like our own patches or just patches in the wild? That's a good question. So first I'll ask about yours and then we'll talk about other ones out there. All right. What would you say is your favorite patch? See, that's tough because it's like there's so many and then there's like, okay, I can pick like a top three or whatever. I guess the absolute, I don't know. I guess maybe the Liberty Bell. That was pretty cool. Full size or little? Full size. What about you? Um, geez. Yeah, there's so many. I don't even know what I would pick. Honestly, probably fuck me so. That is pretty good. I I both hate Gavin Newsom and are obsessed with him. How good does that one sell? It sells pretty good. That's I mean, we had a lot of them, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a in. bunch of different colors. Did like the old school, like the black and yellow, and then did like mm -hmm. a, the, the blue and yellow. Oh, you're talking about the license plate one, then? Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. The license plate. Okay. Well, that's the thing. I've seen so many colors of those. Do those sell really good then? Because everybody knows what they are and has the same. Uh, a lot of them go out. They go out to California, which is always neat because, like, you know, you know exactly what's going on at that point. Like somebody's had it, um, but we do see them go like in other states. Is that the dog snoring? He's a bad co-host. I told him about this. I've nagged him about this. He'll, he'll get a thorough lecture about this whole When we rest for sleep, we should let him have a snore off. Yeah, there you go. Lou, the smallest dog, is the loudest. It's the loudest snoring, like, person, dog thing I've ever heard. You, you know, if it de kind of depends on what angle is in. 
you know, if he gets in the right angle, it'll get louder. And if he's like leaned against the pillow or something in just the right angle, yeah, it sounds like he's got a lot of noise. Um, let's see. So I've been looking at the website here. <clears throat> These grenade ones. Um, any kickback when you do them so thick when there's so much rubber in them? Like it's a cost more to ship. Like to me, it just seems like that's almost three dimensional art. Oh yeah. Well, they're more expensive to produce because they have probably three or four times the PVC. That's like four patches in that's one. So it's like at least double or more the rubber. Oh yeah, it's a ton, especially that grenade because that thing's super thick. But like, it's awesome because like they really nailed down the like you're holding it. It feels like a grenade. Yeah. The detail. I inadvertently did that with Clover's uh, teddy bear one, which is basically a cookie. Mm. And it's like, dang, this is a lot of rubber. Like, holy moly, is this thing heavy? But uh, I haven't done anything near that thick. But I do have, I mean, somewhere in here, the, um, what do you call the pumpkin one? Somewhere in here, I got the pumpkin one. And that thing's pretty thick for being, a, oh, the jack lantern, for being a tiny little ranger eye. Oh, yeah. Because, like, we wanted to do a little pumpkin for Halloween, but you got to do it. If it's just flat, I mean, anyone can do that. Right. Yeah, we these are almost of... like a piece of little 3D art or whatever. So yeah. there's no, uh, obviously, there's no issues then doing that. And I don't know. I mean, I know you did it with the crayons. And I don't know how you, I haven't seen a crayon, I guess. So I don't know how you do sewing. But then how do you do the sewing on this thing? Oh, yeah, that thing. They, <clears throat> that might actually not be sewn. Oh, okay, because I was going to say, I don't think you can get, I couldn't uh, get a sewing machine to get a foot or whatever next to it. Yeah, and, it's a pretty slim border. It may, I can't remember if that one's sewn now or not, but it may not be sewn. Okay. Yeah, some of the super small ones, there's just like no way to sew around them. So they just. And then, are they using a robot to sew? No, well, like a, just a regular sewing machine. Industrial, oh. like an industrial jukey or something. Where did this idea come from? That was actually Eric's idea. I made him go buy me shoes. Yeah, I, I figured I would uh, recuperate some of my losses. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, are these selling like hotcakes? Because I would think these would sell like crazy. Yeah, they sell pretty good. They're, uh, that rainbow one, there's only a few left of that. Well, it's not really rainbow. It's just a couple a couple colors. But um, yeah, they and then even the OG one, I mean, that's like a classic for a lot of people. It's like a you know classic piece of nostalgia. Uh, Woods is asking, does Eric design patches you now or just Angelina? Um, Eric's kind of Eric's been designing patches for kind of yeah, a little he's bit. He's an idea man. He's an idea man. Like I'm in the very beginning, beginning stages of learning how to do the artwork. 
but like yeah like i've like you can go through the website and like a few of the designs are like like the the shoe was like my idea and then like the the over and comfort was my idea i can't do the art or anything yet still working on that uh where'd the patch war one come from that was because uh so i don't know how much you've looked at facebook patch groups but i haven't in a long time but then i met a bunch of people at shot show which i guess we haven't i don't know if we talked about this or heard i was because i've been talking about it a lot on my patch show but uh i met i met modern what's it called modern uh modern no what's the name of that one place with the skulls um with the shogun skulls oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. okay yeah anyway, i don't know i can't think of that guy until i try not to think about it and then i'll think remember but anyway i met a whole bunch of the designers this year at shot show so anyway yeah i uh still don't look at any of the facebook groups but i i went to a facebook patch group meetup and i was going to tell you about that and how fun that was <laughs> yeah there's so there are a shit ton of patch groups on facebook and there's a lot of um like different like so for instance gun patches like we we know about those are well versed that's just one what do they call it with a gold vein that's just one vein of of patch life right? right another huge fucking vein of patches is toyota patches so okay. these specifically are for the people into the toyota stuff because that's gotcha. like the ivan stewart racing stripe thing and then uh just as patch whore because they so a lot of people that have like you know trucks and other off-roading Vehicle. All the overland stuff, right? And the people that put them yeah, on the yeah. liners, yeah. And even like like van life people, they make these huge patch walls in their car on the headliner on the side or whatever. And so these people, these people are buying patches. Maybe they don't have anything to do with guns, but they're super into Toyota patches. Right on. Is this one a good seller? People buying it? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, what about all this video game stuff? Do the video gamers, what do they do with their patches? Or is this gun people that are also video gamers? That's pretty much like, stuff like that's pretty much everybody. Um, I mean, like, I, I guess, you know, a lot of people our age are kind of looking back and remembering that stuff. And it seems just real popular right now. Because, like, it's what you played as a kid. And these are crazy. Like you've got the buttons sticking out and little gaps and everything, right? You can wiggle the uh, buttons around like there's a gap in there. Yeah, it's actually super detailed. Like it's crazy because we do we do two different controllers and like to hold it in your hand, you'd think it was like uh, real. So are they like one, one to one scale? 
The other one is, is that one? No, that one's a little smaller, but the other one is a, is a one-to-one, yeah. Planet Express one was pretty cool. Uh, so this is the same kind of concept <clears throat> as that Patchor one, getting the Toyota kind of thing going? Yeah, that's a pretty, the people are pretty into that one. How are the Grands been doing then? Yeah, they've been doing pretty good. I don't know how many of them gotten eaten yet, but um, um, people seem to like it. My favorite one is the we did like a glow one, and then we did like a like an OD, and uh, I have a couple of them here. But yeah, they're pretty nice. What color is the glow? So the glow, um, I don't know if there's a. I think there should be a. Oh, it's that. It's just like a white. Okay. That glows green. And then you had the Liberty Bell, and then you did these mini. So if these had a quarter next to them, they're about, what, about size of a quarter-ish? Yeah, I guess a little bit taller than a quarter. They're actually pretty small. Um, but, yeah, like we, like big stuff, like we debated doing more of the full size, but big stuff really seems to be slowing down. So we thought, hey, why not do a mini one? I think these are super cool. Is there a bunch of these left, or are they almost gone? Uh, they're going quick, but I know we got we got a few left. So those are the one the ones on sale. So then, what about this one? Uh, I don't know if I was here when this one. I think I was watching you make the the other one that's join or die, and then um, this one came around after. How are these things doing or selling? They're doing pretty good. That was kind of an inspiration. Um, actually, was that my idea? I think that was. It may have been, yeah. The, so we like trying to come up with, okay, the joiner die AR, you know, everybody loved that. What could we do different? And we thought, hey, you know what? Do something like, like that kind of for the reloader, kind of for, you know, everybody. Um, yeah, it does pretty well. Yeah, this was one of my favorites, I think. And uh, not only is it a play on something, but then, you know, it's got the ammo thing going. The public landowner, is that a vehicle thing or is that something else? I mean, is that for like the vehicle customer or is there a different customer? That one I would say is one of the, a few patches kind of everybody buys. And that's definitely one that, well, that one is a new version. We never did it that small before. Yeah, the little but range high version of it. Yeah, that one, people, everyone buys that one. <laughs> so Woods is saying, what's your process for designing a patch? What is the inspiration? I mean, the inspiration can pretty much come from anything. You're just, you know, always trying to figure out the next cool idea that might be funny or witty or neat or whatever. And then, you know, I guess it starts in your head and then, like, you do the art for it, you know, play around with colors, play around with ideas. What can we make glow? What can we make 3D? What can we, you know, what, what can we, what can we do in, 
like you know obviously you've got to like mill this thing and you know make a mold for it so like how much detail can you get in what you know what's too crazy what's not going to look right and then if when you're all done that the art looks good and it's something then you you move forward with uh trying to turn it into a patch thing this uh which one with uh what kind of gun is that so that is a i believe that was a a lewis gun like an anti-aircraft or the aircraft version of the lewis gun that uh we put on the back of the broom for halloween yeah, that's sweet and it glows yes for 10 bucks so there's a whole bunch of them that you, know, you could get your 30 bucks, get a couple of three patches, and get free shipping. So now let's talk about this epic patch grab bag. What's going on with this? So basically, it just gives everybody a chance if you know, looking to get a random grab bag, you don't know what you want, but uh, you know, you want to save a few bucks. Uh, go through, pick out, you know, at least 10 of the patches. Usually you also get like a Allen Anchor logo patch thrown in there. And, uh, you know, you get 10 cool patches at a pretty good price. Wait, you're saying you go through and pick the patches. Yeah, like, like we'll go through. So like it'll just be, you know, you pick 10 random cool patches or, or more. Um, sometimes there's like a couple extra that go in and yeah. And then, uh, essentially not quite half price, but you're definitely getting them for free shipping. And then that's a great way to get a patch panel going, have stuff for trade and well, it supports you guys for moving or what, but then have stuff, uh, that, what am I trying to say? Like, get a kind of a surprise kind of thing. Oh, yeah. And there's uh, sometimes, like, remember we used to do the orange edition thing where it'd be like a random all orange colored one. There's only a few of them or something like that. So a well, lot of times stuff okay. like that gets thrown in, like just random stuff that we have sitting around and like one-off stuff and um, so sometimes you end up with something something kind of interesting. Something that you can't buy. Yeah, something that you can't buy and that uh, you know other people definitely probably want from you. But definitely like, you know, a cool surprise. Yeah, with moving a couple of them a couple things got pulled off the wall because people are trying to buy stuff off the wall. So a couple of those got tossed in. Oh, really? Off of your own patch panel? Yeah. So the next question is from Woods. How many times do, do friends suggest patches? I mean, it's kind of a crazy question. Maybe how often? <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Like, you get comments and stuff on Facebook, different people with different ideas. Maybe a question then is where do the best suggestions come from or do suggestions come in from one place more than others? 
that's a tough one. Like, I mean, it's just kind of like. It depends how much you interact because you'll get like, uh, like for instance, you'll post something in your Instagram stories and, um, you know, whatever patch is coming out or a sticker or whatever. And then you'll have just some random person message you and be like, eh, this is cool, but it'd be cooler if you did this. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you like, you get something like that a lot. We had that. We had that with um, with a patch where yeah, like it was like the last few of them, and the person's like, "Oh, you should do this, this, and this," and it's like you know, it'd be like some random thing that's like, "Oh, I want a what's a good example? Like, I want." this particular thing but really random and really random colors and like you're probably one of only two people in the world that might want that but we can make it usually but we can make it but the, <clears throat> the question is is it worth making up the mold and stuff and then having it as part of the inventory and having to deal with it and keep track of it and everything and take time to put it together for like say just uh kind of experiment i guess considering you could probably put out a sign for a sign up sheet for for suggestions and, and do that anytime what are the silicone bands um what kind of things have people used them for i guess i should say uh, most often they're used for, so I started making those anyway, because I, and I can't remember who, but this dude that designs the molds that Kydex holster users, oh, Kydex holster makers use. That was crazy sounding. Um, he developed this mold for a mag carrier for like, Glock mags and like Smith and Wesson mags kind of thing. Um, where essentially the band wrapped around the carrier and that was part of the tension that held the mag in and then gave like a, you know, a little bit of a color flare. And he also developed a um, tourniquet holder uh, out, of, out of Kydex. And the bands kind of held the tourniquet in as, you know, as well. And again, provided like a little bit of a color pop. So he sold his mold to other um, Kydex holster makers and they were making the mold. So they were buying the bands from me because you could only find the bands with like stuff on them. Like they, you could find the same size band, but it had some weird brand name on the side. Whereas these are just plain. Right on. So then essentially somebody needed them, you supplied them, and now people, if they wanted to, these are like a silicone band that's smaller than a wristband. So these aren't like wristbands, right? These are smaller and thicker than a, the standard wristband? Yeah, they're like a, well, they're like a kind of a silicone band, but just pretty small. I think they're like, what, two inch? Or something yeah, like they're kind of almost like a ranger band, but like nicer. 
That's what I was going to say. So, and you can get them in all these colors. So for less than a buck, if you're buying stuff anyway, uh, you still got a ton of these. Yeah. And there was, well, yeah. And now the, the pouch carrying people, I think they've started carrying these as Ranger bands. Cause we sell a lot of like one or two yeah. offs of those. Yeah, I figured I'd just mention it to people. You have this other stuff section of the site, and those things I always thought were super useful for lots of things. Uh, and they're less than a buck. We have the um, the best thing on that is the pin. The Keep America Free one? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool in person. It's like enameled. It's mm -hmm. Less than 10 bucks. Right on. So how much more of the store is there to, to pack up? Or is it the kind of thing like it all just folds up like a transformer and goes into the back of a truck for like gun shows like some people do? I wish it did that. That'd yeah. be so awesome. Right now I'm so depressed that it doesn't yeah. do that. <laughs> um, Push but, a button and it all just folds up into a nice little suitcase and you just carry it out. Yeah, like Mary Poppins bag it. But yeah, no, I mean, it's a, it's an absolute disaster is what it is. It's we're, we're starting to pack up like all the vinyl and custom shit. So that kind of stuff is getting, oh, excuse me, put on hold. Um, and the patches, I think we're, what did we say by Wednesday? Yeah, like Wednesday. We're basically going to, if everything goes as planned. You sh no one should notice any like real stoppage in like retail shipping. Like maybe it's a day or two till it ships, but yeah, like it won't be like weeks or anything. It should be a couple days. The store will be the last thing you put away and the first thing you unpack type of thing. Yeah. So in the new place, have you already figured out? Is it like? Are you spreading out into more shop, less shop, same amount of shop, big L like, shape instead of a square? I mean, is it, are you looking forward to the new one or is it an accommodation? We are hoping to have some more space and maybe do some more things. Um, but obviously, you know, that's like down the road and see how things go. But we're definitely going to have like more space to like possibly branch out if we want to. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Is the what I guess have you done any is it is the shop already put away? Like uh or can you take pictures now and have like pictures of the layout and stuff of how it is now? And then the question's gonna be, are you gonna change the layout or do you have a pretty good layout right now? Probably probably gonna be different because it's gonna be set up different. Uh, yeah, right now it's all like right now it's a train wreck. You walk in there and like, you basically have to push, uh, you probably have to push boxes out of the way as you push the door yeah. open, <laughs> but, um, you don't have enough room where you're at now. It, there was enough room. It's just with packing everything like, cause we're, because we're keeping like all the machines up and running and, and everything till the very last minute, like stuff like all the normal stuff is still there but now you've like pulled all the stuff off the shelves and put it in the boxes in front of the stuff so it's a work in progress but we're definitely we're getting towards the end
is it you bring in this the shelves and everything too it's not like uh you like you're leaving an empty box there you're not what do they call oh, it yeah, like yeah. it's not a furnished place where you're going to be looking for store fixtures or anything yeah yeah we we should be back up and running like super quick because we'll have all our shelves and everything all our uh like tables for doing decals and stickers and all that Well, we've been going for an hour, and I don't know. I didn't really write anything down as far as questions. We got Pink's point here, or saying uh, he's gonna have to hit you guys up after the move because he's got ideas for Shot Show. Um, maybe one question would be, what kind of? We know that Shot Show. Well, I know that Shot Show is uh, a big patch thing, and it gets kind of bigger and bigger all the time. Or at least my awareness of the patch stuff gets deeper and deeper. Maybe it's been like that for a while. But it um, seems like it's getting to be, uh, you know, more and more people are involved in having patches and stuff at SHOT. Are there other events, though, that are like SHOT Show that patch people know about or that are big in the patch world where you have, uh, you know, where your attention is on those other events as well? Um, <clears throat> there, what is that thing called? I keep forgetting. Which one? Remember that there, there's some kind of meetup, a patch thing. I want to say it's called the USN. Oh, you mean the thing in Vegas? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like a knife thing, but I could see them being patch people also. It's okay. I thought it was whatever it is. I thought it was a knife thing or something like that, too. So I kind of never paid attention to it. And then this last one. I saw a lot of um, coverage of their show, which made me completely change my mind, and I signed up on their website. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like, like if it's about knives, it's like knives and then patches right under it. Okay. What's the name of it? I think it's USN. I I had to Google it and then something popped up because I saw in those uh, Facebook groups, uh, the patch Facebook groups I was telling you about, people were going insane at, at it and posting tons of pictures. Is there pictures on the website? Um, there's like a forum on the on their website. And I think if you join the forum, you can see that too. Find the uh, is it the gathering or is there a special site yeah, for just whatever USN? I think it's the gathering, but I mean, do they have a uh, the usual suspects network? Do they have their own site somewhere and then the gathering is a separate thing? I don't really know, I just know that that's they have this forum thing and then. I think it the gathering works off of the forum. Yeah, see, I think the whole thing is on Facebook. So anyway, so I'll take your word for it then. I was just hoping to find, oh, you know what? I can maybe put images in here instead of trying to find it. Um, it's not this big. 
it's like some well, it's like this kind of thing i would think right like what i know that oh it's just a picture of like a gun show type of situation where there's like a table with somebody sitting there and then a bunch of knives just on the table like there'd be guns on a gun show it's like a horrible background you guys do tables table treatments for gun shows and you get somebody looking a lot more nice like something like this right are you screen screen? Ain't I? Oh, I ain't. No, sorry. Now I am. So I was showing this horrible picture of somebody put a OD parachute down. You can't see nothing behind it. And then I was saying something like this, except with their logo on it, is what you can help them with. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I can't find any like good pictures of the gather, whatever it's called. The ones I saw were on, on Facebook. But that's what changed my mind on the whole thing because it looked like it was a thing. Right on. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a, I can see it because, like, I guess I was mumbling that the uh, people I know who go are big into patches, like super big into patches. So I could totally see them. And that's one of the, I guess one of the reasons I probably asked was so that it's, you know there are other things like that. Then, do people buy patches for NRA show? Um, yeah, well, people buy patches like exhibitors there, but I had never had like a big explosion of people buying them just to take them to NRA. Like just you know, like you know, people get their own logo or their own whatever. And like me and Pink will just bring patches to yeah. Shot Show to bring them to Shot Show, or maybe even have ones that say Shot Show twenty twenty four on them or something. Now the thing is, you get shot, you get patches that say Shot Show twenty twenty four, and they're cool, and not just like phoning it in, but like make them cool, and you guys can make them cool. So somebody gets those things, and let's say, what's the most elaborate patch going to cost somebody like? For a limited number, let's say ten bucks a patch, if they're not getting that many and they're super elaborate, and they buy you know some number of them for ten bucks, and they trade a couple of them off, that patch is probably going to be worth something more than that once some people have it, right? Like, not a guarantee, but that's it's easy enough for a patch to be worth more than that, and then you know that'd be kind of cool just to see your patch become valuable like i'm guessing pink's patches are going to be worth something since it's not possible to buy them anywhere even though he handed out a lot of them and gave me a bunch to give away and stuff like that's there's the only people that have them so i'm assuming that they're out there that somebody's you know able to trade decent amount for them or uh, get a pretty penny for them how many patches like that like pinks uh and woods and stuff like that are out there like how many people just kind of do their own a lot actually there's there is a good chunk of patchwork that comes in that's just like a couple patches like 10 or less kind of thing you know even one or two that somebody is like hey i really want a patch of this and they you know they want it for themselves and you know i get i get asked a lot and not a lot of people go through with it because as you know it sucks because you have to make a mold and that's like a that's a cost to get that set up and get the art ready and turn everything into a 3d for that um but 
sometimes people just want like one or two patches. So they, they do go, people go through with it and they're, and they're stoked for it. But yeah, but there's people that get, you know, just some guy that like, Oh, I, you know, I've always used this avatar. So this is my logo and they get the patch. There's, there's a lot of that actually. Yeah, there's some interesting. Oh. Good. I was just gonna say it's not. It's about the same for like if you're gonna get a couple, then to get ten, right? Like if you're gonna get them or one to get a like a couple, there's uh, the mold and everything is a good chunk of the initial cost. So once you set up the mold and start pouring them, then you can might as well get a couple right away. Unless there's a reason you only want three. Like if you only want three to exist, I can see that, but. I can't imagine there's a big difference between getting three and ten. Um, it, de it depends. It depends on the patch. Some of them, like some of this super crazy um, high detail stuff, you have to uh, you have to make them by hand. You can't make them with any kind of a robot. So you're essentially just injecting little bits of goo with a syringe into a mold and there's yeah, it would take like a million years to program a robot to even come near like some i'm just looking at some of them that you've done where like you know there's like little dots or something where you could just or especially the random stuff or even like the um the planet express one like those letters are tiny. So they take, I mean, some of the high detailed stuff, it can take 25, 30 minutes to make one patch. A lot of the police badges and stuff, they take kind of a long time to make one patch. Even Pink's patches, Pink's patches, um, or you've seen them, they're kind of like what, like a four inch maybe kind of thing. Yeah. But they have some pretty nice detail on them and that has to be put in by hand. So those take... You know, probably about 20 minutes a patch because they cook between the colors and stuff. Well, and then I can't even imagine the sewing of his. Although I'd like to see it, so we should film that because that'd be cool. Like some of them, the shoe maybe, I could see that being like annoying, but... Or like the controller, that one controller is just a rectangle. Like obviously that's no big deal. Yeah, some of the detail gets pretty crazy. Um, I'm trying to think of what the one that like the um, oh, I guess the witch, like going around all them angles. Oh to yeah. Like... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or the pumpkin. I mean, I don't know, unless I could see the, if they're putting in details, I could see having like a big magnifying glass in front of you and some sort of little Edward, Edward Scissorhands situation where, you know, they're able to, you know, see what they're doing at a small level, but you, I don't see anybody sewing like that. You know what I mean? That just has to be a lot of skill. What did you, I think you cut out for us. Did you hear it? No, I think it cut out. What did you say? Oh, I was just saying that I would say that you can 
use the colors with a magnifying glass, right? And do a bunch of details and stuff with like a syringe or, you know, I mean, I could see doing, uh, applying color pretty easily or at least possibly with the magnifying glass. I'm just saying magnifying glass doesn't help you so really. That just takes a lot of skill, I would think. Oh yeah, that skill and like a lot of wishing because can you imagine you get your like finger under there? Because you're holding like a lot of these patches are just like an inch, an inch and a quarter, something like that. I'm guessing they must like do some sort of put it in a little card or something, you know, like something that holds it, but still, you still got to be able to twist that thing around. So I don't know. Yeah. Like I say, we need to get some uh, video of it. Yeah. Um, what kind of questions, if anybody's got them out there, uh, Pink is saying, love the patches. Thanks. Yeah, they're pretty cool. He was probably, I don't know if they were, well, there was probably had to be some patch more in demand or whatever, but I know that his patches were in great demand at Chacho. Now that they're glowy, they're like another level. Yeah, you know what's super fucked up too is that because, you know, that night there was a hectic incident, <laughs> um, I was going to take one out of the bag because when they came, we just took off to Vegas, um, like, you know, like half an hour later. Yeah, like you got home, we just left. Yeah, so I actually didn't even get one of the patches. <laughs> so, yeah. But they were super rad. They glowed really nice. I've been sorting them out into things, but I think I still have some here. We're talking about the glow ones, right? Yeah. I haven't given them all away yet. I still got a bunch of them on the panel, so I'll go grab some off the panels then. Do you have the old pinks? Oh, yeah, yeah. I have the old one. I just didn't get... Because these I take, like, one, you know, for the wall. Oh, so I was going to tell you before. <clears throat> um, I don't know if you've been watching my videos where I found out things at Dollar Tree. The welcome mats. <clears throat> I don't know what your wall is made out of. Is your wall made out of carpet? Um, no, it's made out of like, you know, those patch panels we sell in the other stuff. Oh, okay. You're the ones that are kind of like that material that they make patch panels out of. It's not really yeah, like velour because it's more like nylon, but it's not really nylon. So it's more like velour. Yeah, we use like the patch wall was how well you just took it down. How many was it like 10? Uh, yeah, it's probably probably like 10, 10 of those just hung up to form one big-ass panel. Oh, okay. So did it come down and just stack as like 10 of those things? Yeah, so what I ended up doing, because I took that down a couple days ago, is, yeah, basically took them all down, stacked them on top of each other, like rolled them into like a like a hot dog bun. And just like shoved them in a box, all as is. So, if you have 
10 patch panels with hundreds and hundreds of patches on it and you put them in a hot dog bun is that a sandwich <laughs> yeah that's a pvc sandwich yeah it was a pv a very heavy pvc sandwich so you took them all and jammed them into a box then essentially well, i guess that makes sense because otherwise they'd be all uh, uh floppy and everything all over that's got to be a pretty heavy, pretty heavy box i think mine are 35 pounds or something when I weighed them. Yeah, it. Um... Yeah, that's got to be crazy because I used to have maybe like a six foot by four foot patch wall and it was just one huge piece. And because it was so heavy, it was like stretching and sagging in the middle. Yep. And that wall's got to be way bigger than that. Yeah, Do you I know think where I... to put it up at the new place. We haven't really decided that yet. Is it going to be the office again, or is it going to be like... The yeah, it'll probably be in the office. I cut you off before. What were we about to say before? Oh, um... What, me? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Um. Yeah, we're probably going to end up putting it in the office, and uh, we might be setting up to do more live stream stuff. So we might set that up as like a, a background for some live stream stuff. Any thought on or any potential on rearranging or sorting them or putting them up there in any kind of order or rhyme or reason? Or are they uh, already? We might just because um, to like take them down like we'd kind of used like the patches to hide the seams. So like a lot of stuff had to be like rearranged just to stick to one panel. So we might redo it because we've now got like a bunch of, we got a couple things to add to it and we thought maybe we could uh, redo it. Maybe, you know, have it a little more, uh, I don't know, just more interesting, but we'll figure that out when we get there. Yeah, exactly. Well, I've just, since we we're chatting about it over and I just had taken all of my patches, literally all of them, pretty much all of them, and uh, put them into these, they, I think they must be a little bit smaller. It's like the size of a welcome mat, you know, so essentially a rectangle like this and, uh, you know, welcome mat made out of a carpetish type of material that they stuck in a waffle maker. So it's only got like rows or ribs of the Velcro material. So it only really catches the, the patches like 50%. So it's way easy to just move them and move them around and relocate them on there. I imagine this one isn't like wicked hard Velcro where it's like destroying the patches every time you pull it off. Like this lets go pretty easily. Your panels. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So sorry, I'm looking at the thing on the screen. I forgot I'm not screen sharing anymore. But uh, yeah, so I'm saying yours is a similar situation where uh, it's kind of What's that called? Like mar um, um it's like a it's like a, yeah, it's like a very happy medium. Like they come off fairly easy, and then like we like again, there's a couple hundred patches on that wall, and we've never had one fall. Like, like never even never had one fall, never had one like look like it was gonna fall. Like it was funny because like the top of the wall was getting to the point where I couldn't reach to put them up there anymore. So like I just started like a couple of them. I like, I just like 
like flung him up there, like Velcro facing towards the wall, and one grabbed like the bottom of the patch, like the top, the bottom quarter hit the wall, and it still stayed up there for like a month before I went and fixed it. So like it's like a nice happy medium where it's not too grabby where it's gonna like destroy the patch, but it also like isn't gonna drop them. So what I did is since I moved them to this kind of same kind of system that you've got is I, I had some that I think I started out with the shot show ones. And then I was like, Oh, these I'm, I'm sold. This is, this is the way to do it. Mainly because now I have them all in a nice stack. It's, you know, it's not perfect, but it's uh, compared to having them in bags inside of a big giant uh, little inside of small pouches inside of big bags, what I used to have them in. So I could never see any of them. This is essentially like having them in a giant book or something, except, you know, they're not bound together. But uh, I started out with just uh, patches from SHOT Show and then this and that and the other thing. And then uh, patches from uh, different, I have like a patch panel of just your patches. I've got a patch panel of, um, i trying to think, like stuff from the, the tours and things. And then I got to the, like, got done with the patch panels that were themed and then I just had the rest of my patches that I you know just have but they're not anything like all that special they're just patches that I've had and acquired over the years and I just put them in by color so like a panel of red ones a panel of orange ones a panel of green ones and that kind of thing and now I'm wondering if I ever did put it on a wall if I ever had a wall I could attach them to I don't know if I'd want to leave them as a bunch of green ones and a bunch of red ones I mean it's kind of neat but it's also kind of weird, you know, it's, it's like a rainbow or something. But uh, that's what I'm wondering. Like, if you've got enough, because you've got way more than just your own patches up there. That's a bunch of patches that people gave you or you traded or like, there's other stuff up there. So that's how I'm wondering, like, how you would even sort them if you did. Right now, it's kind of, um, it's, well, it's kind of, well, I mean, not right now, because right now they're on a box. But, like, it was a lot of, yeah, just, you know, all over the place. Plus, a lot of it, it's as the panel filled. So it was almost like a, like rings on a tree, you could say, like where, you know, the newer stuff was further to one side because that was the section getting filled in, whereas some of the earlier stuff was like more to the other side. And then, of course, like, you know, different stuff got, got like peppered in from like stuff people had given us or, stuff I had or stuff like that. Interesting. That might be, you know, whenever like you decide what you're going to do or where you're going to put it or whatever, maybe interesting either do a video of the decision process or like afterwards, like how you ended up doing it. And then like, uh, I don't know, tour of the panel or something. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. I do. We're starting to do uh live more we want to do more live stuff so we're hoping to uh like something like that for sure you're gonna set up like a studio type of stuff at the new place like right away or at least areas for filming or whatever that's called nowadays yeah we're gonna try and do stuff like that to do um to like branch out more in like our reach and everything so yeah we're definitely looking to do like have a space to like we you know go live talk to people you know answer questions stuff like that and like have like a dedicated space you know set up that's like well lit and has you know everything you need 
if you had time to think about switching gears, I've already asked. I think I asked if anybody's got any more questions out there. It's time to ask them. I don't want to keep you up all night, even though what it's only. Well, I guess still it's 10 o'clock, 1030 for you now. Yeah, something like that. So I don't want to keep up all night, but uh, have you had time to think about what you're going to do with Arizona? Like, obviously, well, I don't know. Obviously, people that don't know, I don't think this was something that you've been planning for eight years and been talking about it for eight years. And then, you know, this is the end of an eight year, you know, public move or something like this is fairly recent. So have you had a chance to absorb it or think about it with all the actual moving and the I can't even imagine all the stuff that you got to do to move a business and everything. Um, have you thought about what you're going to be able to do with Arizona or in Arizona or from Arizona? Uh, not a whole lot. I mean, it's right now, especially like it's, it's tough because there's so much involved with the moving that like you, you know, we do have different ideas. We definitely want to like, try different things but like we don't have any like solid like this is what we're going to do yet on it um but once we like get situated get settled get into like a new workflow um you know we're, we're definitely hoping to like i guess what would you say like increase like some of the stuff we do maybe yeah Yeah, I didn't, I'm just coming up with these questions off the fly, so I didn't know if there was, uh, I don't have a follow-up or nothing. I just thought it was an interesting question, so appreciate answering out of nowhere, uh, random questions like that. So um, is there anything I missed chatting about? Like, uh, since we have people that are interested in Alan Anchor, I'm sure, that uh, are going to be listening to us an hour or something in, or people that maybe are just listening to this show, and haven't heard of you, but maybe they've heard of other channels uh, plugging you. You've supported a bunch of channels out there. Um, anything that, uh, like while you've got the, the mic? Did anything? Nah, I think pretty much covered it pretty well. Right on. So, uh, yeah, uh, we'll just uh, start wrapping it up then. So a bunch of stuff is on sale. It's allenanchor.com. I guess maybe you want to wrap it up with where the Allen Anchor came from. Maybe people uh, who might be new since I uh, can't even imagine the first time or the only time I think I ever asked you about that on one of these shows must have been years ago. So what's, as, as we head out and the people that are listening live, uh, can you ask any other wrap-up questions they may have? And if you're listening to the future, of course, you're welcome to ask any questions in the comments, or better yet, head over to Alan Anchor's YouTube channel. Uh, Slim's got a YouTube channel. We can talk about that on the way out. And then um, you've got other socials all over the place. You can talk about that on the way out, too. But um, what's the what's with this Alan... Or owl and anchor. Where does this come from? Uh, we're just it was it was funny because it sounded like an English pub, and my sister and I were laughing about it 
my dad's from England, so that's how it came about. Like, we were just, like, having a laugh in the car. So that's it, really. And I didn't really expect it to go anywhere. So it just became this weird name that I had too many things branded with to change. It's certainly been cool. I guess one of the reasons I asked is I'm sitting here looking at the uh, and the other stuff section of the website. I'm just describing. I could just screen share. I'm looking at the patch panel and the patch panels, like the sample patch panel that you got there has all the different or a bunch of the different like logo patches that you've done. Um, are any of them supposed to be a pub? Like that no, one green I one. I don't know. I, I did one that was kind of based off of like this beer label, that green and yellow one. That's the green one? Okay. Um, but I should do one that's like like the Rover's Return logo or something like that. But we do have a new logo that actually hasn't debuted yet on social media. But we do have a new logo because if you notice like this one says los angeles california in it oh okay so we do have a arizona centric logo that we may possibly change to right on well i think that's cool and it's uh one of those things that people get stuck in their logo or they create their logo and they just kind of go, they put that check in the box and they move on. I, I do have this one, but I recognize, you know, playing with it a little bit and uh, um, certainly neat. So I'm going to drop the link to the other stuff so people can talk and hear what, or see what I'm talking about there. Uh, nobody's asking any other questions though. So we're either talk to them to sleep or they're uh, scared to ask questions. But again, if anybody's interested in asking questions after the fact, find you or find Alan Anchor on their socials. Um, but take tell us about where they can find you and uh, what you got coming up, and then about Slim's channel. Go ahead. That's all you. Well, we are uh, we're pretty much everywhere at this point. Uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. YouTube, Etsy, Etsy, um, AlanAnchor.com. We're pretty. We're basically trying to be everywhere so that only uh, fans. Yeah, basically, you wake up and uh, there's an Alan Anchor ad in front of you. But um, yeah, we're we just try and be everywhere. Instagram's probably the best place to see all the new drops and everything. Um, only second, I guess, the site. I guess the site's the best, but like. The Instagram, we show a lot of stuff, uh, show it first on there, and then it kind of, we branch out to everything else. Do a lot of like weird videos and stuff for TikTok, but uh, yeah. Well, I said it was going to be end, then I'm going to ask the question anyway. So then are there, um, is there a platform that is doing the best? Is there a platform that you enjoy the best? And then is there a platform that you wish was better because you'd like to enjoy it but it sucks or you know obviously one could be one one or, one or more of those so that's actually it's interesting because we've only recently really started putting a lot of time into tiktok and it 
seems like sometimes like you'll get a bunch of interaction on there but like a lot of stuff doesn't but then like instagram is like a good solid platform we like we get a lot of interaction a lot of people you know like the stuff but as far as something doing better um i i guess what our youtube like our youtube you know we're like we're still working on like really building that up so i guess that'll maybe be something we concentrate more on in arizona is trying to build youtube up more and then do more because there we can do more long form like we've done a few videos covering you know how to do different things and ecal applications so like with having more space and more time in arizona that's something we could probably work on more yeah and then you find more people too because uh I guess uh, asking people on YouTube, you end up getting YouTube is the answer most of the time. But uh, I'm scrolling, trying to find the Alan Anchor channel. I can't find it. Is it under your channel's page? Probably. Yeah, it should just come up. I think it comes up, Alan Anchor. Oh, I guess I could type it in there. I'm lazy. I was looking through my my uh, list here. But then, what, tell us about your page then. Oh, mine. Um, I just I run a YouTube channel. I do uh, reviews on different stuff. A lot of gear reviews, firearm reviews, stuff like that. How many views do you have? I uh, just actually broke the uh, million view milestone. What? That's pretty cool. So, uh, but yeah, I just I uh, try and do honest reviews on stuff. Nobody pays for anything. Nobody, you know. Uh, Nobody's paying me to say, you know, I like it or not. So I just try and be honest about the stuff and uh, put out information that people can use. And every once in a while, something funny. Right on. Well, I'm assuming uh, Arizona is going to give you more potential for that. It's just because where you're going to be at, you're going to be like moments away from I don't want to say middle of nowhere, but middle of nowhere. Like there's a bunch of places you can boogie to to get out into the equivalent of the woods, although it'll all be desert around there. And uh, but I'm pretty sure where you're at there is a pretty cool spot to be able to just get out and go hiking and stuff like that. Yeah, that's something I'm uh, I'm actually looking at is doing more, like doing more reviews that are like you know not necessarily at the range, but like. You know, instead of just a tabletop, more of a walking, talking, you know, here I am, I can actually shoot the gun real time, talk about it type deal. Well, thanks again for joining and being on at, at the actual late night hour. I got a bunch of people that are willing to be on if I go at the normal hours. So uh, I didn't really give you an option tonight. I didn't uh, think about doing that because the way my day worked. But uh, yeah, thanks for joining us and uh, looking forward to having you in Arizona and have a safe trip. I'm sure we'll talk again before that, but uh, for all the people that are out here watching and uh, listening in the future, I'm sure they're uh, wishing you the same. And uh, you know, as far as moves can go, hopefully it goes as smoothly as possible and uh, frugally as possible. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thanks for having us on. And uh, yeah, we're... Uh... We're excited to uh, see what happens as we move and uh, should be pretty fun.
And then I probably should say thanks again for support of so many of the channels out there that keep the communities together. I know they've been part of them and then uh, you know, supporting them in different ways and the people that are out there doing stuff and at all levels. And then, like you mentioned, kind of alluded to, uh, you're also doing stuff for folks out there that um, are getting stuff done and doing interesting things. So uh, thanks for you know being part of that infrastructure as well. Yeah. Right. That, okay, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, again, thanks. Yeah, thanks for uh, having us on. We always appreciate, you know, shout out and all that. We're going to end it, and we'll uh, be back tomorrow for the weekly wrap-up. And uh, I can go over to Alan Anchor, uh, buy stuff as much as you can till Wednesday, shout them out, get people over there, practice uh you know, Lincoln and uh, using some of their Instagram pages as uh, uh, links and uh, tags to get people uh, aware of their stuff and uh, would be much appreciated.